Welcome to the Uncapped Photographer Podcast, the podcast for established photographers ready to uncap their income and offerings and build the business and life they've dreamed of without the burnout. I'm Krista, a wife, mom, and photographer turned business coach. With 10 years in the industry, I'm sharing the clear and concise actions I took to grow a successful multiple six-figure photography business. Now, I coach photographers how to go from a stuck to sustainable business model. Are you ready to uncap yourself? Let's dive on in. In this episode, we're going to be looking at the difference between $300 photographers and portrait sessions and $3,000 photographers and portrait sessions. So let me break down what I mean by each of these. Let's talk about that $300 photographer. That would be a shoot and burn photographer. And it might not be 300, right? I just use that because it sounded catchy, the 300 and 3000. You might be charging 200, you might be charging $400. But this will apply to you if you're a shoot and burn photographer, which means the client reaches out to you, you shoot your details over, you shoot your pricing over. They say, sounds great in book. You show up to the session, you shoot it, After you send them this online gallery, they can buy products from there if they want to, and that's it. Their experience is done. That touch point is finished. That client is officially out the door. Now, how are photographers having $3,000 portrait sessions? Often this happens by upselling. So the client comes in at a certain price, then they can buy as much as they want afterwards. They're uncapped. And each of those images they purchase are being paid special attention to. I'm going to walk you through the differences between these two photographers. Now, I'm really not going to focus much on their work. And the reason is there's enough education about there about refining your craft as a photographer. And often photographers stop there and they think, I need to buy that next film preset. I need to go do this. I need to work on, you know, change my posing style to be more organic or whatever. And they do these things and they think that's going to be what flips the switch and suddenly scales my income. And it just doesn't happen for them. And so many photographers I talk to in the DMs often get stuck there and don't really take that next step where their work is great. Their clients are loving it. If every one of their clients or most of their clients are saying, hey, I'm not really thrilled with these. Yes, they need to refine their work and edit it and make it more consistent. But we have to move past that. So I'm going to break down almost if it was like an avatar, like a $300 photographer, what that looks like, what they look like, and a $3,000 photographer, how they view themselves and what they focus on. What I want to start by saying is I was there. I was there doing $300 sessions for a while. So I do not share this to make you feel bad about yourself. Good for you for getting to this point in your business. That is awesome. Way to go. Give yourself a little pat on the back. However, we really can't stay there if we want to run a very sustainable, successful business that provides a pretty good income. And I'm going to break down numbers and you can break down your numbers based on what you want to do. So let me share why I say that, okay? And again, I was there charging $300, so no shame, but the first step is awareness. So let's say you want to hit 60K a year. Keep in mind, that does not mean you pay yourself 60,000. That does not mean at the end of the year, you have 60 grand sitting there to go buy a new car. That means that is the money that comes into your business before any expenses, taxes, paying yourself any of that comes out. So you're not going to end up with 60K. I'm using that as an example to make the numbers simple. So let's just say income-wise, what comes into the business, you want to hit 60K, even though you know things are coming out. Now, what that is, is that's $5,000 per month before expenses. So if we're charging $300 for a shoot, or you could take whatever you're charging, take that $5,000 that you have to make per month, divided by 300 or whatever you're charging for your shoots. If you're charging $300, that's 16 and a half shoots per month to hit your goal. That means you're shooting every other day on average. So if you're hitting January, February, when you're shooting less, maybe five sessions, you have to make up for that other over 10 shoots somewhere else on your calendar. That is a lot of shooting. So that's why I say that's not really sustainable because when are you going to go on vacation? 
What are you going to do if you get sick or the weather's bad and you have to reschedule? How are you going to market that much to bring in that number of clients, right? That's a lot to have going on in your business. Now, if you're there right now and say, Krista, I'm there right now, but I'm growing. I'm not going to stay at $300. Totally great. I understand. I was there too. Get growing. Make sure you know your camera, lighting, posing and such. But the sooner you can make that next step, the better so that you don't build this super strong clientele that's used to you charging $300 and then you have to make a pivot. And I say this because I actually coach a lot of very established photographers who have awesome work. And that happens where they get really stuck at a certain price point for a while. And it becomes really tricky to make that really big pivot, both in mindset and then as well as clientele. It's doable, but how much better to just get things going where they should be right at the get-go. So a few things about $300 photographers. I'm going to say they don't know their numbers very well because that was true for me when I was there. I didn't know those numbers. I didn't know how many shoots I would really have to take on to hit my income goals. I really wasn't aware of that. I was pretty blissfully ignorant. And that's fine at the beginning. But then when you really want to make it sustainable, you do have to dig into that. Another thing I'd say about $300 photographers is often they really don't track what they're actually making an hour when all of their costs come out. If you sit down and subtract your mileage, right, your gas and such, the wear and tear on your camera, but also when you track your time costs of driving to and from the shoot with buffer time, the actual session, calling the session, editing the session, uploading it to the gallery, sending it to the client. And that, that is not to talk about the front end of the marketing involved to get the clients in of emailing back and forth to set it up, of sending the invoice, the contract. All of these things come into play here. And when we look at what we're bringing in, our costs taken out and what's left per hour, it's really not very much. And again, that's okay, but we can't stay there if we really wanna grow a strong, sustainable business. If you want to stay there, that is great. Just know what you're actually bringing in when your costs come out. But if you're getting discouraged, like Krista, I, I really want this to work, but you're right, I'm there. I'm doing all this work. I'm serving these clients so well. They love their photos. But then I go over to my bank account and I'm like, where did it all go? I've been so busy. What happened? And so another thing true for $300 photographers is they can really only offer so much of an experience to their clients. They really don't have the bandwidth financially to gift their clients anything extra or to spend extra time with them. Or I remember how hard it was if I sent this big gallery of 100 to 200 images and then the client wanted an edit made and I was having to re-edit all these images, but my time was so limited because I knew I wasn't making a ton per hour with what they paid me. And so it made me frustrated and it shouldn't have because they're allowed to do that. It's their images. I want to make sure I serve them well. So another thing about $300 photographers is they have very, very, very limited time. And often they get very burnt out because of how much they have to take on with how little they're getting paid per hour. It makes me really sad when I talk to photographers in the DMs who say, I'm wondering if this is the time I just need to throw in the towel. Like if I reach out and we, we're talking about, you know, their sessions and what's going on. And they're like, I, I loved photography. I'd love to make it a sustainable business. It's just not working. And I'm wondering if I should quit. And it makes me so sad because the sky is the limit as a photographer, but it does take uncapping your sessions and not staying stuck there or anywhere. So again, $300 photographers, they have to book a lot, which means they have to market a lot. There's a ton of communication happening all over the place. It's really, really busy and really not that sustainable. So let's change the script. What are we doing over here? What are these 3K photographers doing over here? And you might say, Krista, are there really photographers out there doing that? Yeah, I am. But I've also coached multiple students who've had sales like that this past year. So I'm going to dig into a little bit personally, some things that I've done to make that change. And I've helped multiple students hit those numbers. The first thing about 3K portrait photographers is they do know their numbers and they do know what they need to book. 
They know what they need to charge. They know what they need to book to hit their goals. And to hit that same 60K goal, they really only need two sessions a month. It's actually, the average is actually a little less than two sessions a month. Now, yes, there are costs involved with products. I get that. I had someone DM me that, like, aren't there costs involved? Like, yeah, obviously you have to pay to fulfill the product, which means you have to have a solid pricing structure in place where that makes sense. And the way I teach it, you are still very profitable, even offering products, right? Another thing about 3K photographers, they know they're not the photographer for everyone. I was told no every single day, some weeks, multiple times a day. And my VA would just delete those emails so I wouldn't see them. A lot of my students, when they share wins in our group of, I I had a student share two days ago, I had a $2,500 sale. And at first it was hard because I got a lot of no's, but this shows me it's worth it, right? So a lot of my students that have those big sales will share. I got told no a lot. They know they're not the photographer for everyone. And that's the point. They don't want to book sessions every other day. It's not worth it for them. So because of that, because they're able to make so much per session, they can scale their income much faster or they have the choice if they just want to keep it, you know, a few shoots a month. I've coached students in both arenas where some students say, hey, with my life, partner has this job. I just want to take on this many shoots a month and average X. That's great. And they're like, that's all I want to do. I love photography. I just want to make sure when I leave my house, it's actually like sustainable. I'm making a really good profit. I'm like, that's great. I can help you. I've also coached students who want to book more and also want to grow their average in tandem. And that's personally what I did. They're really going to grow their income. That first photographer, they might still grow their income taking less shoots, but uncapping their sessions. And so because of this, 3K photographers can be strategic about when they want to work and when they want to take off. So unlike our $300 photographer having to shoot at least every other day and having a hard time taking vacations off, this photographer can now block off their calendar and not take shoots certain times. Maybe certain parts of the year they block off to travel. They can actually build a life around their business and not the opposite. And then as they're growing, the beauty of it is their income is forever uncapped. So their average is just going to grow year to year to year as they get better at serving clients and understanding what they need and being able to help them. It's just going to grow even if they don't make any big changes. And the cool thing is too, is when I was doing this model, I really only had one price raise on my products in the years I was doing it. And that was due to COVID and labor costs and such. But because of that, I did adjust my session fees to what the client pays on the front end. I did adjust that up and down based on how much I wanted to book. But really, when it came down to buying my products, I didn't have to make really big changes. So clients could come back to me year to year. And I have some clients do that. And I'm like, great, same studio menu as last time. Versus if you're charging $300 and just trying to like inch up your prices gradually, you're going to have clients coming to you year to year, paying a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more for the exact same thing. How much better would it be to just have a solid business structure? They come in, you are charging what you need to be charging to be sustainable, and you can be consistent in that. The other thing I want to encourage you about is I hear a lot of photographers say, Krista, there is no way that my clientele right now spending about $300 with me would ever shift and spend over $1,000 with me on a portrait session. And I want to encourage you with a few things. The first thing is really think back. Some of them might have, you just weren't offering it to them. They did not have the option to spend that with you. And if you say, well, they didn't even buy from the online gallery. Of course they didn't. My clients buy very, very little from my online gallery. You're not there to guide them through it and help them through that. My online gallery sales are trash and I'm okay with that. Extra sales that come in, it's just like extra bonus money for me. I don't bank on that income whatsoever at all. And most photographers I talk to, it's the same for them with online gallery sales. 
And we can do a completely separate episode on that, but it's overwhelming to them. Online gallery sales are just generally going to be low. So don't base it on that either. But I've had clients use my old method and spend, you know, two, two fifty with me and then come to me with my new process and spend over a thousand dollars. It is possible. I actually had one past student who had a wedding that she booked at two grand in the past. Then the client had a newborn and hired her to shoot that. And she had this method in place of uncapping her sessions and offering products. And the client spent over two grand with her on the newborn session. They literally spent more on a portrait session than their wedding. Why? Because that's all she was offering to them then. So you have to think through that first too. And then the other encouragement that I'll give you is it's okay if not everyone switches over with you. Some clients will hopefully respectfully say, you know, I don't know if this is a good fit anymore. And I want to encourage you that that's okay. The same day I got told no, I made an over three grand sale. I don't want to be the photographer for everyone. And it is hard when it's past clients you've built relationships with. And there's really cool things you can do like mini session days at a lower barrier to entry. And we still actually upsell during those and make those very profitable. But you can have other options for clients who really want a smaller investment. But your full clients, I want you to have the bandwidth to serve them so well, to walk through this process with them from start to finish, to ensure that they have these heirlooms in their home and on the walls and in print. And we won't have the bandwidth for that. We won't have the space to serve them if we're taking on a lot of couple hundred dollar sessions and filling our calendar with those. I once had a client who reached out and they had to book really last minute. And because I'm selective on who I take on and also because I session stack. So I actually added a time management section to my program, but I actually would session stack, meaning I'd have a day with multiple sessions, like back to back. I could fit them in. And that client spent over seven grand with me that year. And I'm so glad I was able to have the space for them to fit them in super last minute before baby came for their maternity photos and that I could then go ahead and do their newborn photos. And I've photographed them since. If I had my calendar filled with $300 sessions, I might've missed out on that. And then finally, keep in mind, it's kind of our last point here. I want to talk about the clientele. I am so grateful for those first clients who believed in me when I look back at those photos and feel bad that they even paid $25 for them, right? And I think we all do that. We all get a little cringy when we see our first sessions. And I'm so, so grateful for them. But one thing that I've learned is as I've grown, as I've scaled in both weddings and portraits, if you ask me, Krista, what were your most difficult clients in your career? Those were the clients often spending the least. And I was talking with a colleague about this that often... We get on edge and nervous when clients are really investing a lot with us. Like, oh no, like they have all these expectations. Like they might, you know, be asking me stuff every day and they definitely can because they invested so much in me, right? Those have been some of my easiest clients because they did invest because they trusted me. They wanted me to take care of them. They knew I had a solid portrait process in place where I would help them every single step of the way. So they didn't need to worry about it. They knew when they got their images back, if there were things they want to change that I would change them because I'm going to make sure that every image is perfect for them, right? A shoot and burn photographer, you really can't do that if you're delivering 100 to 200 images. And I know that because I was there. I did that. Us trained wedding photographers were taught the fastest you can shoot in the least amount of time and get decent work means you're a really good photographer. And I had done that in portraits. But I think about it, guys, and I think the sessions I've gotten of my husband and I, when I did a session swap with a friend and had this big gallery of 100 images, what am I going to do with 100 digitals? Seriously, pause and think about that. What is anyone going to do with 100 digitals? Are they going to be pulling it up on their iPad or computer every time someone comes into their house? No. At least for me, I'm normally downloading my few favorites, maybe less than 10. From those, I pick my absolute favorites I want printed. And those are actually the ones I see every day. And I rarely see the other ones. 
I have multiple photos in my home of my husband and I. I have no idea where that online gallery link is or if I can still even access it. And I don't really care because I have them in my home to see and enjoy every day. And that's the type of experience that those 3K clients are looking for. They want to be helped every step of the way. They expect that high customer service touch point. Now, if you're thinking, Krista, this sounds great. I just don't have the time to do that. Right. Well, maybe you kind of need to reassess a little bit what you're doing, right? I talk to photographers in the DMs about this where they say, I am so busy. I don't really have the time to change things. And it's like an endless cycle where it's like, I'm so busy doing these $300 sessions so I can make things afloat. I don't have time to add something new in or I might miss out on some of the income and I really need to book everything and shoot everything to make that income. And then it's like, okay, well, here's a way you can actually take on less of those clients and make more and shoot less. Yeah, but I'm so busy. I want to, I need to be serving all these clients. And it's like this never ending cycle where they just never stop and make the leap. And there's a point where something's got to give or something's got to break. And again, don't get to that point where you're wondering, hey, should I even be running a photo business? This is not sustainable. So I want to leave you with a few encouragements. The first one is view yourself as a business owner and then a photographer. There's a reason why I have students with less refined work than others having killer sales. And then I talk to other photographers in the DMs with really, really refined work, making much less. The work often isn't the issue. It really comes down to business. So make sure you put your business hat on. Actually look at your numbers. I know it can be scary, but look at them. And then next, if you do want to make a change, find someone who's been there and done that to help fast track it for you. One of the reasons, actually the main reason I have been successful, I have made a lot of pivots in my business and it's been really, really scary. So example, adding in weddings. I invested in education, a lot of education to help me with that. If you saw how much was in my bank account versus how much I invested, you would be very, very alarmed for me. And then when I added portraits back in in a sustainable way, I hired a coach to help me. And then when I decided, when I had friends say, Christy, you need to share this. And I invested in a coach to help me with education. That was the biggest investment I had ever made into my business. That was scary. But because of each of those investments and each of those coaches, I was able to fast track what it would have taken me so much longer. And I would have left so much money on the table to figure it out myself. So maybe your next educational investment, if you feel strong on your shooting and editing skills, don't keep buying stuff about that. Go ahead and invest in your business and grow it and do it with a coach who has a business model that you want to be more alike. And then finally, I want to encourage you, when you uncap your sessions, the sky is the limit. You don't have to have past sales experience. Sales may even freak you out. And I promise it's not like the people at the mall kiosk you walk by. Sales is serving. And when you're able to offer that service to your clients, truly the sky is the limit. You can uncap your portrait sessions and both the amount you're bringing in and how much you book. Thank you again for joining us for the Uncapped Photographer Podcast. If you loved this episode, be sure to subscribe. Want to connect further? Give us a follow on Instagram at Krista with the C-H underscore Renee, R-E-N-E. See you next time.